Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Speaking of ripoffs, you know how I feel about payday loans. I hate them. But coming up in today's Clark Rageous moment, I had something even worse than a mainstream payday loan to share with you. And coming up later... There's an urgent request from the federal government of something you need to do to protect your computer, and it's so easy, it's phenomenal. Although I have something I want you to consider beyond the security alert put out by the feds. Speaking of the feds, there's an intramural fight going on in Washington with the politicians and the courts about doing away with something that is extremely popular with the American people. And it's not redlining you from health coverage because you have a pre-existing condition. Overwhelmingly, across the political spectrum, people feel that health insurers should not be able to cherry-pick and only insure people who don't have any medical problem. But if you look at the entire population of the United States, well, a huge percent of us have some form of pre-existing condition. Probably somewhere around one in three have something that would be considered to be pre-existing, probably based on an insurance questionnaire. In the bad old days, not that long ago, insurers would not even consider insuring you if on your medical questionnaire you had anything that they calculated and considered to be a pre-existing condition. Now the problem with this is if you in good faith are trying to buy health coverage for an insurer to say, nope, we don't want you, that is risk management, that is not insuring where they're trying to call the herd and protect against someone who has something that might be expensive. Now, in my case, full disclosure, if you don't know, I've had prostate cancer for the last nine years. And that makes me, without exclusion for pre-existing conditions, that makes me uninsurable. And we as a country have not figured out, forget politically, economically, we have not figured out how to provide health coverage to people in this country, and we default to people either being covered by bigs, either a big company that covers its employees and their dependents for health coverage, or government doing so. A little bit more than half of Americans right now or insured in some way in some form of government program, whether it's Medicare or Medicaid or 
a variety of others that people get their coverage through government. So what happens if you're an entrepreneur? And one of the things that's the lifeblood to creating economic growth in the United States is making it possible for someone to go out on their own as an entrepreneur. What do you do if you have any form of pre-existing, if pre-existing exclusion goes away, you won't be able to be insured. You can't go out on your own, and that will harm the country. But the overriding issue, and this is the one that is raw economics, the cost of health care in the United States is out of kilter and way beyond what it is anywhere else in the developed world. And our lifespans are vastly inferior to the rest of the developed world. We spend all our time arguing about how we're going to insure or not insure when the reality is the real problem is the cost of health care in the United States, not the cost of health coverage. But this is definitely a lame idea doing away with allowing people with pre-existing conditions to get coverage. And I hope that the trial balloon of Washington will be burst and they will leave our health coverage alone. If we in good faith have bought coverage, we should not have it taken away because we have a pre-existing condition. Bob is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bob. Hello, Clark. I, I feel like I want to call you Dr. Howard here, a doctor of wise money management. But uh, Well, I, all those you. years in evil medical school, you want to call me doctor, go ahead. Do you know that line? <laughs> I, uh, I just appreciate you taking my call very much sure. here. Uh, the other day, I received something in my mailbox. Uh, it's not a stamped anything. It's just like a card that was placed in there, I would presume by a letter carrier. And it wants me to join an organization that is supposedly exclusive to uh, my neighborhood. And it purports to be, it says it's a free online network, and it gives me the name, should join us. On this website, we share service provider recommendations, items for sale free, lost pet notifications, safety concerns, and a bunch of other things. And I... They put down is this, is this, a, they put is this a Facebook community group or is this next door? Uh, it's next door, sir. Ah, okay. Um, my wife is a member of both in our neighborhood. Our, okay. Our uh, neighborhood Facebook group and the next door group for our neighborhood. Okay. And next, you said this was next door, right? Yes, sir. Next yeah, door. Next door is completely legit. However, the solicitation you've received. Who knows if that is the real deal? So what I recommend is if you want to see if there is uh, an active group of people in your neighborhood on Nextdoor, and one of the great benefits of Nextdoor is crime alerts. Okay. Where you're aware if there's been, let's say, a break-in. Like my wife will get an alert every time there's a break-in anywhere in our neighborhood. And, uh-huh. it, and it goes out extended enough streets it's really useful to see potential patterns and what people what the burglars the perpetrators seem to be looking for and what are the vulnerabilities that are consistent in houses and so we get really good information from that and also we have a neighborhood association and they 
it tends to work really well together having both of those things. Okay. So it sounds like a legitimate organization. I have no problem joining it. I mean, I want to be active in my neighborhood by all means, but I just wasn't sure if this is just going to result in, you know, a dump every day in my email for different solicitations and stuff. Yeah, I'm not on Nextdoor or the Facebook group for our neighborhood, so I can't tell you if my wife is deluged with uh, communications. I've never heard her say that. Okay. And just to make sure it's the real Nextdoor, you go to nextdoor.com. Next door, yeah, all have, crammed together. Okay, I've got everything up in front of me here. So, okay, well, I'll give it a try then. I got no problem. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't signing up for something that was a fly by night deal. And no I just fly by night, no scam, real deal. All right, thank you so much. Sure. Clark. Have a great it. day. Bye bye. And Jara is with us on the Clark Howard Show. How close is Jara to how I'm supposed to pronounce your name? That is correct. All right. <laughs> Well, Jara, <laughs> how, can I, how can I be of service to you? Um, I was calling because um, I know you have your recommendations for 529 plans out there, and I've been looking at them, and I have a newborn child that I want to open one up for. Congratulations. Um, how well, old's you. your baby? Uh, six weeks. And in the six weeks, what's your total number of hours of sleep you've had in 42 nights? Uh, not many. I only got a few last night. So. Oh. Oh. You know, as a father of three, I can tell you, I remember in that first year, you realize how unbelievably precious sleep is. And this bundle of joy you brought in the world is the one actually controlling how much sleep you get. Yes, it is. But they're definitely a joy. So, um, And you but- can tell that you're... Six-week-old is already brilliant enough that your child's going to go off to college. Yeah, I would say so. Great. (laughs) Definitely the expectation of the family, you know, go to college. Right. And, you know, I always talk about that, you know, when people are asking me about saving for college, I ask, you know, what is the culture in your family? Is college normally part of the deal? And, uh, you know, when it is, then doing the 529 plan is a great idea. But where my hesitation lies is I'm from Illinois, and you have um, Illinois' plan on there, and I know it would be a good tax advantage for me to use Illinois' plan, but I have a little bit of reservations, and I don't know if it's just silly or not, but with just uh, how the states manage, because, you know, the credit rating here in Illinois is... Yeah, Illinois like is a disaster, a right? and, Yeah. And the debt, yeah, so I just didn't know if it was safe to place my money with their plan, given the whole poorly managed state situation that right. we have going on. And I can tell how much upset there is in the state of Illinois about the shaky finances of the state and the lack of... Uh, looks like will of the elected officials to deal with it and you were the reason i know you're the second caller in three weeks asking me if it's a bad idea to be in illinois 529 plan for that reason so these plans are generally held are ministered by an outside administrator and it it's normally not money that would be at any chance of being at risk. And I want to give a distinction. In states that have state prepaid tuition plans, money did end up at risk in a handful of states when states got into financial trouble. 
But money that was okay. in traditional 529 plans where your money is invested in an investment portfolio, there's no precedent and no history showing that a plan has been at risk. So uh, you could, with the concern you have, Illinois has a plan that's on my uh, honor roll, but not on my dean's list. If you wanted to instead just go to one of my uh, dean's list with high honors plans, you could do that as an alternative. But I'm not concerned about that. Okay. I'm okay with you doing the, uh, the Illinois plan. Okay, and can I ask one more question? Sure. I do oh, have by an the way, older... with the one one annex, and you probably saw this on my investment guide, the Illinois plan has some funds that are not low cost enough for my liking. Mm-hmm. So you want to be in what's known as the indexed age based plan. Okay, yeah, I saw that online. Okay, and if you decided to do another state. Utah has always been my favorite child, my favorite 529 plan. Okay. And And go ahead with your other part of the question. I do have an older child that uh, I did start a 529 plan for about four or five years ago, but I just did it through a bank, and I was contemplating maybe moving that. Yuck. Terrible. I know. Rotten. Get the money out of there (laughs) right away. So the bank had some form of 529 plan they put you in? Well, there is. I can't say the name, but it's um, kind of a a national through the military sort of thing. Um, Oh, 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 you're you're USAA. Yes, yeah. I did a 529 plan through USA. Okay. If it's USAA's 529 plan, that's, that's okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was safe to, um, or how, if I even could, maybe move that over. Yeah, you're allowed um, to. You're allowed, if you wish, there's a fairly simple transfer procedure where you could move that money so that both kids are in the same plan if you wanted. Not the same account, but the same plan. And you are free to do that. So that is your choice. And Uh, I did not mention, and I should, that I appreciate so much your service for our country and the U.S. military. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Recently, I talked about how much I despise payday loans and what a terrible, terrible burden they are on people all across the country paying interest rates of 300, 400, 600, 800 percent. But now I can take it even a step further in today's Clark Rageous Moment. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous Moment. I have an update on a story that I shared with you months and months ago about a really crooked payday lender in Kansas City who now I can report 
has been sentenced by a federal judge to 10 years in prison. He was involved in an illegal payday loan ripoff scheme that stole over $200 million from people and charged people for loans by using unbelievable, brutal collection practices for loans that people had never even taken out. People who voluntarily took out loans, deceiving them and charging them unbelievable levels of interest. And this guy was found using information on people against them in incredibly illegal ways. But this is one guy who already was in a position to make enormous funds from doing payday loans, and that wasn't enough. Average loan rate, he was charging people 700% interest. But what I want you to know, and please take to heart, no matter what desperate financial circumstance you find yourself in, taking out a loan at three, four, or 500% interest is never going to work out well for you. And the good news is more and more employers are making short-term loans available to their employees, usually at around 11% interest. And I will tell you, 11% beats 400% every day of the week. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show where you learn ways to keep more of what you make and you can follow me at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. I'm about to hit you with just about the simplest request I've ever seen come from the federal government. The FBI has put out a security alert that all they want you to do is reboot the router you use in your home or in your small business. Just reboot it. The reason is a lot of routers have a malware that is on them that may well have been put on by foreign actors, potentially Russian, Putin at it again, and if you power your router off and back on, it will help to disable the malware that has been put on so many. And the reason that this is important to you is that it collects information that passes through your router. And if the Russians choose, apparently they can shut you straight down at your office or your home if they want to be disruptive to the United States. So just power it off, let it power itself back on, and there's something that people in the security industry always talk about is do your firmware updates to routers. Well, I want to tell you, routers themselves and firmware updates are obsolete. Because if it's been a while and your router is older, 
you should really consider getting one of the modern systems known as wireless mesh. These things that first appeared in the marketplace about two years ago were frightfully expensive at that time. Eero was the company that brought this new technology to market, EERO. Now, everybody who sells routers also sells wireless mesh devices. These devices are continually updated to make sure the software on them protects from any kind of malware or viruses that either criminals or foreign actors like the Russians might want to put on our technology. In addition, what these new wireless mesh devices do is they give you the same internet signal, the same strength, everywhere in your house. Traditional router, as you move every 10 feet, you move away from it in your home, your signal degrades. With wireless mesh, it creates coverage throughout your home with these little pods that just plug into an electrical outlet and talk to each other. You set them up with an app on your phone and you control them by that. We were having a problem with our wireless mesh in our house. I was out of town. Nobody in my house would do anything about fixing the mesh. So I got a phone call on my phone while I was talking with my daughter. I went on, did the test of the mesh, and it repaired itself. And suddenly the internet was working again in the house. It is so much more forward thinking and much more advanced than a traditional router. So if you don't want to do anything like that, do what the FBI has asked. Turn your router off, reset it, turn it back on. But I'd like you to go a step further and get much better internet in your home or in your small office than what you have right now. In addition to the Pioneer Eero, there are many smaller companies you may not have heard of, and all the big router companies now have their own disk kind of product, and Netgear has one, D-Link has one. I think uh, anybody you might buy a router from today have these things, and for a, an apartment or condo, the systems typically cost about $75 you want to cover a typical square footage house, it'll cost you right about $150 to $200 for one of these systems. And if you want a really, really, really fancy one, if you're one of those people who has to have the best of everything, double those prices. Billy is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Billy. Hey, Clark. I appreciate you giving me some time for advice. Absolutely, Billy. Uh, about uh, in 2009, uh, we decided to double the size of our house, and we took out a fixed-rate mortgage of uh, 5% on that. Uh, I knew I was going to retire in about five years, and but that didn't didn't it didn't bother me to still be owing on the mortgage. But I, I did just get a 15-year uh, note on that. Uh, oh wait, and, so you only have six years left at this point? That's right. Yes. Great. Well, it'll be six years sometime towards the end of the year. Uh, and 
before I retired, I moved my 4K money, all of it, into uh, just the government securities. Uh, well, I thought it, that had been paying over the years five and six percent. Uh, I thought, well, that'll that'll cover my part of my mortgage every year. But as you know, the when the mortgage debacle hit, then the, the interest rates went down to zero, and I've only been getting one point something percent on my thing until here recently. It has went up to a little bit over two percent. And by the way, that is going to keep going up. The interest that we earn on savings and the interest that bonds will pay is steadily going to go higher because the economy has shifted. We have more inflation and the interest rates the Federal Reserve controls, those are going up. So savers are now finally going to start earning real money again. opinion we've had we've had inflation since the debacle but somehow another government equates that out to almost zero but anyway the so uh they've changed the rules on the 401k it doesn't go into effect till sometime late next year around october uh they, they're getting prepared to implement those rules where i'll be able to just draw out enough money to pay off my uh, mortgage, which I'm, I'm going to say some somewhere around forty something thousand by that time, it uh, would be the payoff. Uh, and I want to know if that just be, that would be feasible to do that. Saying how I got a five percent note that I'm paying every month, and I only been drawing enough money out of my four hundred one k to make the payment on the the mortgage. That's all I've been drawing out of it. But and I'm. I'm 69, so in another year and a half, I'm going to have to draw it out anyway, whether I want to or not. Uh, so I'm just wondering if it's feasible. I I couldn't do the what math. Do you, what do you live on month to month? What money do you have to live on besides well, the 401k? I, I, I was a federal employee on the FERS, and so I get I get two retirements. My, my FERS, which is a pretty good retirement, and I get... I also draw Social Security because I paid both of them in. Uh, so how much of your monthly living is covered by the pensions? Does it cover everything? Yes. Uh, yeah, even even my wife, is. she turned 65 this year, and so she's drawing. Uh, uh, she, didn't, she never worked enough to draw her own, but she's drawing half of my of what I'm making. So, yes, we, we live just fine. I, All like right. I, say, I, I just get the the money out of the 401k to pay the mortgage so as an alternative because you have now this money that you didn't need to live on that your wife's getting every month instead of taking a withdrawal from the 401k that would cause you to have to pay tax on it that you don't need to pay beyond your required minimum distribution that starts next year why don't you just step up what you're paying on the five percent mortgage every month by throwing all the money at it that comes from your wife's Social Security check. Because I've approached that subject to her. I'm not or sure take, the equivalent, take the equivalent from your own Social Security check, yeah. since you don't uh, need that money anymore now that she's got hers coming in. Or y'all split it. Well, we could do that, yes. Uh, because I would, not, I would not do a withdrawal of, you said it was 40000 left? By the time the, the rules 
Turner changed to where I can do that, it'll be probably in the 40s. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I would do that because why generate tax when you don't need to? And just go with the required minimum distribution schedule and withdraw in the dribs and drabs you'll be required to do each year and take some of that surplus Social Security money and use it to be in a position where you pay down that mortgage quicker and not necessarily all in one fell swoop. But you'll do it pretty quickly now having the additional Social Security money coming in. And if you don't want her to touch hers, but you know you have enough money to live on, just take yours and throw it at it and get that taken care of. Brooke is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Brooke. Hi, Clark. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Of course. How can I serve you, Brooke? Yes, so I was wondering, I am with a larger bank right now, and I'm looking to switch to a smaller credit union, and I live in the Atlanta area, but I also want to be able to have the ability to go to a location in case I need to do something in person, and I need to look for a checking and savings account, and possibly with the option of getting a credit card through them that has a good cash rewards program. What would you recommend? So what's changed with the credit union market is there are now uh, credit unions in most any of the midsize and large metro areas of the country that have gotten to enough size in a metro area that they have enough branches, uh, many times as many as a dozen, and offer everything you asked for, where they offer um, checking, savings, credit cards, I mean, a full array of things just at better deals than you'd get from a bank. You mentioned you live in Atlanta. Atlanta is an example of a metro area that has uh, at least a half dozen credit unions that have real size to them with a large network of branches in your metro area, and you would be having, you'd have no trouble being able to find one that would do everything that was on your checklist. And you see them every day when you drive around. You may not notice them, but they're there. But I've got an easy way for you to find them and and see who's available to you. Ready? Yes. There's a website called C-U-N-A. C-U-N-A, mm-hmm. but it's a .org. And if you go there, okay. there's a, a find a credit union button, and you're able to put in your zip code, and you can see the credit unions available to you and be able to to look at who the big ones are. And then it's so simple because just go to their websites and I would start with the credit card offers they have and see what the best, uh, which one has the best cashback card maybe that would work for you. Because credit unions overwhelmingly offer free checking Credit unions, without exception, offer better rates on savings than banks do. So mm-hmm. you mentioned the convenience. That's the only real qualifier you'd be looking through and looking for. And I would say in a metro area as large as Atlanta, a dozen branches or more would kind of be the cutoff point. Okay, great. Does that help? Yes, that helps a lot. Thank you so much. All right. Well, best to you. And I'm so glad that you're seeking out the best kind of bank there is 
a credit union. Donna's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Donna. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for taking my call. Certainly, Donna. Um, I have a question on freezing your credit. Uh, about three years ago, we had a piece of medical equipment um, sent to us um, unauthorized. Um, check with our doctors. You know, no, nobody ordered this piece. Um, okay, that is bizarre. How does a piece of medical equipment show up? Who does that? I have no idea, but it, it's kind of scared us. Uh, we live in Florida. It came from California. I called the company, and they knew far too much uh, information about us Ooh. than they should have been known. So, and how did you short, get? How did you get them to come get their equipment back? How did that? Play we, out? we sent it back. Okay. It, it, we just sent it back. Uh, return receipt requested. So we knew that they, they got it. I called Medicare and put a fraud alert on it because it was billed to Medicare and we didn't order it and our doctors didn't order it. And uh, anyway, so from that, we froze our credit at the three credit bureaus. This is about three now, three and a half years ago. Um, we were retired. We don't, you know, need access to credit. We own our cars in our home. You know, we kind of live a simple retired life. But one thing has come up where I'd like to change automobile insurance. Um, we went three years ago with a company through one of the senior organizations. We, we went ahead and, and, and got the insurance through, through the company they, that they recommend. And it was a good price for our two cars. Um, it has steadily gone up. Last year, it renews at the end of the year, which would have been the, the third year. It went up 28%. <laughs> When I called twenty eight. What excuse yeah. were you given for a twenty eight percent increase? At, nothing. Standard automobile insurance. Nothing out of the ordinary. A high deductible. You know the whole thing. And when I called them, they said, "I said why?" And they basically said, "Because they could." <laughs> okay. And we've met. We have safe driving records. No accidents. No claims. So they they can't use that as part of their rate increase. My question is in checking. Um, other insurance companies, I know often that your rate is based on your credit score. Right. Now, let me tell you, it's it's a very timely question you're asking me. Because okay. starting in September, this will no longer be an issue that your credit is frozen. Oh, okay. So under a new federal law, insurers are going to be able to check your credit for quoting insurance of various types even if your credit is frozen oh wonderful so for now it varies by state whether um, having credit frozen freezes out an insurer or not but under the new national standard that will not be present or be an issue oh well that's good because i don't really have to worry about it till like late october november Perfect. So you will benefit from the new law, and you will also benefit from being fired up and shopping around. Yes, definitely. Because the more you shop around for auto insurance, the better a rate you're going to get, because there are enough insurers that shopping, especially with a completely clean driving record, really pays off. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast of our show, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. 
whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're pretty much there. And whether you love what you hear from me or hate it, take time to write a review. It's how we all learn from each other is from those reviews. 